When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Dragonflight release today. You may or may not be in the game by the time you listen to this, though if you are listening to this on launch day, there's a good chance you're staring at an extended maintenance warning on Battle.net. And if so, you have some time to get in some quick reading and maybe even a bit of lore in the process. I wasn't planning on a full episode for launch day until last week when Blizzard dropped a fascinating piece of new fiction from everyone's favorite Warcraft novel writer, Christy Golden. This short story called The Eternal Vow is a wonderful bit of prose that actually gives a ton of lore insight, while also filling in the gaps of what has been going on in the years that have passed in-game since Shadowlands, and right up to the opening of the Dragon Isles. I'll give you the rundown of what's important to know here in a second, but first, just some small show business. The podcast continues to grow, and for that, I thank every one of you that has checked out even a single episode of EOA. Without all of you, I could not do it. So, let's keep going into 2023. I would be grateful if you could all rate us five stars on Spotify or write an Apple podcast review, as those are the most significant ways we can grow. But enough of that, we have some lore to break down. First of note is the focused on Rathion's point of view in this story, and this is a story about the now current and maybe defunct Black Dragonflight leader, Rathion, son of Neltharion, aka Deathwing. And this is something we haven't really seen. Rathion is a somewhat contentious character in the lore because at times he's been seen as a deus ex draco, showing up purely to give the good guys a solution to all their problems. It's nice to see Rathion here kind of wallowing in some misery and drinking away his problems in Mandaria, and this also fully establishes that the Rathion we saw in and around the Nylotha raid wasn't actually him, but an illusion. But even that has managed to affect the young dragon. He doesn't feel particularly like a savior and still has a ton of trauma surrounding his father, which, yeah, I get that. However, the big thing here is twofold. First, this feels like the beginning of Rathion stepping into the role that his father once served as the Earthwarder, as he sort of traces the steps of Neltharion's work, and it really feels like they're building towards Rathion stepping into a greater purpose, even if he doesn't really know how to feel about that yet. The second big takeaway from the story is how it appears that there's a greater harmony among Alliance and Horde, something we've talked about for the last couple of weeks now, especially given that everyone is invited to the wedding of the century of Alorthamar Theron, Regent Lord of the Blood Elves, and First Arcanist Thalrissa of the Nightfallen, which apparently was one of the many things that happened during this time skip from Shadowlands to Dragonflight. There's actually a uh, very cute interaction between the two of them involving their proposal if you go out to the Zeppelin Tower where the Dragonflight pre-event stuff is being held that I highly recommend, which not only mentions the time jump, but also gives some background into how they came to know one another. 
it's also just really cute. And I love all that. This whole wedding portion of this short story is the kind of stuff I've wanted more from WoW for years. Characters just being allowed to be themselves, have fun, and interact without the brooding and foreboding that always seemed to hang over World of Warcraft until recently. I don't need my characters to be grimdark to take them seriously, and this wedding gives us a ton of little character moments, including the confirmation of Matthias Shaw and Flynn Fairwin as a couple, which is just a fantastic moment because Rathion is just like, oh, so Matthias isn't a loner. Good for him. Rathias is also pretty drunk throughout the entire wedding, which appears to be his coping mechanism for the nightmares and the strange pain in his chest that plagues him throughout the story. It's just the small moments that I really love, showing characters as more than just big story tentpoles and having faults and flaws and personalities outside of propelling the main story of Warcraft. And related to last week's episode, we also see a familiar and new name pop up in Kurog Grimtotem, appearing at the wedding and specifically hounding Rathion. If our theory is correct that Neltharion imprisoned Razageth in the Vault of the Incarnates in order to experiment on it, then we could be seeing Kurog blaming Rathion for everything that's happened around them. Regardless, Kurog appears to be a normal Tauren here, so it will be interesting to see if players get to see the transformation that he undergoes as the leader of the Primalists. At least, the on-the-ground leader of the Primalists. And another note is the camaraderie between the two near-flightless dragon aspects, Caligos and Rathion, sharing in not only the fact that their fathers fell to shame, but also reflecting on friendship that existed between Malagos and Eltharion, which is easy to forget. Caligos is a weird lore character, because while he's always been around, his story isn't the most well-defined. You might remember that he plays a pivotal role in the Sunwell Raid, but you'd only know that if you read the Sunwell trilogy and the manga Day of the Dragon involving him and Avena before being captured by the Burning Legion. But here he is, having a heartfelt moment with Rathion before we get a whole bunch of dragon interactions between the various aspects, which, once again, something we just haven't gotten a lot of in the lore up to this point. It's fantastic to see all these characters just talking in earnest for once, and I hope it's something we see more of in Dragonflight. The short story is worth, worth more of your time than I expect it to be, and Christy Golden knocks it out of the park once more. I hope that this is a sign of lore to come down the road, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of Rathion's story play out, as I'm guessing that his is the through line that will keep kind of tugging on as the patches and the story kind of roll out. But first, we gotta get that server back online. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we'll see you out in the Dragon Isles, friends, and remember to subscribe and review us and maybe consider throwing a few gold at your favorite podcast host over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash essence of Azeroth. And also you can join our guild. Great time to uh, get your free evoker and bring them over to Asgalore on the Horde side, and we can all fly together. Anyways, we will see you next week.